ALG really saved me. I put all of my success on joining this group. People constantly checking in saved me. I made so many like friends with people that I've never met, but I feel incredibly close to and, and I consider them family. It really is a family. It is a place where you can just be yourself and there is no judgment. There is no shame. You are so welcome there. Nobody has to be in this alone. Everybody is either going through or has gone through the same thing at one point. Let's do this. Welcome back to the ALG podcast. If you're listening to this on the day of drop, then happy Friday to you really quick at the top of the show. If you guys can five-star rate and review the show, those five-star rates when you go a long, long way. And we like to read them. Um, guys, really quick at the top of the show, I am, well, both of us, David and I, are proud to say we have our first official sponsor of the podcast, Redcon One Supplements. Uh, bam, 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 bam. Oh. <laughs> We're, we're, we're sellouts no i'm just kidding no uh no it's really cool uh i did get to have a very intimate tour of the bro Red that was HQ. so dope it was sick that looks so I, much fun it was dope the redcon gym alone sick redcon headquarters sicker do they have a hack squat machine at the at the at the gym they have they have uh, oh yeah 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 <sighs> i want to try their hack squat machine they have everything. i love hack squats they have everything Notice. It's nice. Yeah. But I like it because, well, unlike David, you know, I don't go to a big box gym. I go to a, you know, some would say a, a lifting gym. Well, some would say that Planet Fitness isn't even a gym, but. Uh... No, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't want to go that far. But anyway, let's go back to what I was saying. Uh, we have our first official sponsor, Redcon1. Uh, promo code, if you'd like to save 20% off your complete order, it is T20. J-A-R-P-S, because they figured, how would we fuck with him the most? We'll give him the name that he hates the most. It's T20 Jarps. Jarps. Yay! (laughs) Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, now it is time for the moment you've all been waiting for. I'm J-Arps Journey, and today I'm I'm joined along. That was aggressive. It was a little aggressive, right? That was impressive and aggressive at the same time. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I am joined alongside today, my partner in crime, Fit underscore D-Rock, otherwise known as David Roden. I'm Jarrett's Journey, John Arpino, and this is the Accountable Life Group. I feel Podcast. like we need, a, yeah, I think like we need something there. I know. Podcast. Little, like, I know we have the intro music, which I love to death. Shout out to Anthony. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like after I do my intro, we need like a little, we need a board. We need a board? Yeah, Comic Anthony D has a board, dude. And like, what's every a board, time, dude? No, a board, and then comma, dude. You're oh, dude. Okay, I'm talking okay, about okay, a board. Okay. Gotcha. Anyway, was by Comic Anthony D's last week to record a podcast on Monday, and my man has a whole soundboard, like like a whole radio show gimmick. Yeah, and it just makes cool. me jealous. It makes me jealous for two reasons. Let me tell you why. It makes me jealous because, one, it's super cool, and I don't have it. Two, I'm not that technology savvy to even purchase one. So I know that I'll be taking the money out of my ass and just dumping it in the toilet. <laughs> but it'll look really dope it'll look sick well if you just ask me maybe i can figure it out all right cool <laughs> we'll do that <laughs> we'll do that guys today we're we're, we're going to be talking about a bunch of different stuff you know we're going to be bullshitting because that's what we do we're going to go off Jeez. on tangents because it happens but 
the main meat and potatoes, if you will, of this podcast is going to be David. Tell them what it's going to be. Tell them what the people have won. I, I'm going to talk it right off of this because because some people would demonize this right here, which is a sparkling water Kirkland. Um, we are not in any way, shape, and form compensated for this. No, um, I if you want to, these, if you want to shoot us an email. These these are these are quite delicious. Um, and the, what I want to talk about is just like different things within the weight loss, nutrition, fitness space that is demonized. Mm. Um, I think it's a really important topic because it is fascinating how so many things are just demonized because some small sense of science came out or someone's grandma once did this one time and it doesn't work. Um, so I want to start it out with the demonization of synthetic sugars. Well, they give um, you cancer, David. They give you cancer. They make yeah. you fat. Oh, Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Cause Alzheimer's. And um, if it's synthetic, it's inherently bad. Right. So that's just the body doesn't know what to do with it. Now, this is, this is where I sit with it. I kind of want to preface it from my angle because I actually – don't a hundred percent agree with the quote unquote science. Cause like I've, I've had some conversations. You don't with agree you. with science. It's not that I don't agree with it. I just think it's too small. The, the, the different, uh, the different trials I've seen, they're always really small sample sizes. And so it's like, so I'm going off of personal quote unquote anecdotal experience versus what a large scale study would say. And different nutritionists that are really down the middle with things say like synthetic sugars aren't bad for you. And I agree, they're not bad for you. I look at when I was at my heaviest, I was drinking 15 to 20 Diet Cokes a day. That's and disgusting. I, and I think it played a role into my hunger. Did it, again, is it, was it the end all be all? No, of course not. But did I, do I think it played a little bit into my hand of feeling more hungry because I was drinking 15 to 20 Diet Cokes a day? I think so, I, I really do. Um, now I'm not saying that like, this, this is the one thing I always, I kind of convey with my dad says the same thing, which is sugar is the worst, like sugary pops, sugary drinks is the worst. Then diet, then water, water is the best. Ideally it's, it's a little bit better than the synthetic water waters and sugars and stuff like this. It is way better than drinking a bunch of calories with 40 grams of sugar in it. Right. Now, some people would say it goes water, synthetic sugars, sugar, and poppy stuff. Some people would put it like very close the other way. I, I put it a third of the way down. Like it's not awful for you. I just don't, I think it just be careful with constantly putting a bunch of synthetic sugars in everything you do. I think it's just, a, it's, it's just tricking the brain too much into wanting everything sweet. Right. And, um, and also like when, when we say that, like, if you have one coffee a day and you put Splendor or Sweet and Low or Equal in it, you could keep doing that. Yeah, it's not a big deal. If you're having 35 cups of coffee a day and you're putting in like three, four, five scoops you know, per yeah. cup of coffee of this of Splenda. Right. Then we like, need to have a conversation. Yeah. yeah let's let like it's always the class to me is moderation is key. But right. just the idea of like the, the demonization within some people mm -hmm. of like synthetic sugar is just it's cancer. It's like, yeah. oh, and it's causing you to be fat. See, no, I, I, overeating is causing you to be fat. <laughs> well, what's funny is I was never. All right. Let me let me rephrase that because everyone harps on the like, oh, never. Um, I more commonly have always chosen ch chosen synthetic 
sugar. I almost said synthetic oil, (laughs) synthetic sugars over regular sugars. But that's just my preference. And it's kind of it's always been that way for me, too. Yeah. And and I was kind of raised that way. Um, So like my grandfather, my mom's dad had diabetes. Right. For forever. Um, And just naturally in the house, there was always sweet and low. You know, and my okay. mom always took sweet and low in her coffee. She never took regular sugar in her coffee, you know. And then on my dad's side of the family, my grandma um, didn't have sugar in her coffee, period. No synthetic, no nothing. So she would keep synthetic in the house for my mom when my parents were together. So, like, you know, sweet and low was just always around. So, gotcha. like, I was a kid. I was putting, you know, uh, I hated Frosted Flakes. But if you bought Corn Flakes, I'd put, like, a packet or two of fucking sweet and low on top of it. Gotcha. And that was like a go-to really? breakfast. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I never did that. I never, I'm, I'd get my sugar fix, but it was, but it wasn't through sugary drinks. I mean, Gatorades, which I, I, I will, I'm, I'm going to demonize Gatorade. I'm sorry. Oh, I, yeah, I want to demonize pop. it too. It's pop. With it's a pop. lot of salt too. <laughs> Gatorade is pop. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's absolutely. like, I, I go to, I, uh, I went golfing a couple days ago and it's like, I got a G2. And they were like, there was only one flavor of G2. It's like, well, I'm going purple because I love I'm, not, purple. I'm not going blue regular because that's like right. 45 grams of sugar and no thanks. More you. than that, a shit ton of carbs. Yeah, a just, shit ton of sodium. Just not, just not. But have ideal. you had the Gatorade Zeros? Mm-mm. Oh, they're so. good. Zero calorie, no sugar. Interesting. Okay. A laundry list of chemicals. Because. <laughs> As we're demonizing, not demonizing yeah. chemicals. Right. Yeah. I, I, I just think it, going off of that stuff, it's like, I think it plays a role. Again, it's, it's, it's very off. It's, it's very rare that w- it's one thing. It's not like, it, and so. Um, now, now, let me ask you this, though. Do you think you can develop an addiction to synthetic sugars the same way you had sugar? I would or say, or is it a force of habit? I think it's a. See, you know me. I go. I'm actually classic thing. Addiction is a strong word for me. Right. Where addiction, your body gets in a habit of liking things a certain way. Absolutely. Like it's like addiction. When I say the when the, the term addiction to me just means like the body literally has withdrawals, like mm-hmm. alcohol. Absolutely. When and I don't know if you have withdrawals. You have you you your body really enjoys this, but does the body fight back when you don't have synthetic sugars? I don't know. I I I just don't know that. Um, but I just just like anything else, um, what happens is when you just hammer synthetic sugars or sugars all together, what things it 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 desensitizes the the previous sweet things. Like guess what? Apples should be sweet. Cherries should be sweet. But if you eat candy all day. Yeah. Apples probably don't taste very sweet to you. No. Because your body's so desensitized to that sugar. Absolutely. And now the what it takes to get that same quote unquote high is higher. And that's the issue, uh, in my opinion. Um, I like that. But yeah. So is it again, is it is in and of itself, is synthetic sugar bad? I think it just can put you on a slippery slope to habitually going over and always wanting something sweet and always wanting something sweet. And then it gets you that kick. Um, that's that's my kind of take um and what's another so, one that you can think of off the top of your head in the in the demonization yeah uh, this is actually on the opposite spectrum um but it is the over glorification of um bcaas <laughs> I so great stories about that good 
so yeah, I like, I used to be up and up in arms with BCAAs. Like, oh yeah, BCAAs is the next greatest thing since sliced bread. Absolutely. And sure. well, guess what? The 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 reality is BCAAs, EAAs, all this kind of stuff is only necessary when you're in a massive caloric deficit and you can't get your protein from other means. That's that's where it's necessary. Like if you're on a super calorie cut and you don't think you can get your protein in and you want a, a, a very low caloric way of getting some extra protein, quote unquote protein, because what is BCAAs? Branch chain amino acids is the building blocks of protein. That's what it is. And so it is overly dramatized as this greatest thing since sliced bread. It's not going to hurt you, mind you. This is one of the things that that's important too, though. You can drink BCAAs till the cows come home. It's not yeah. going to, it's not going to hurt you in any way. The issue is people dump a lot of money into it thinking it's somehow going to be their next steroid. Right. That's just not how it works. Uh, fun story. 500 pound JRP starts his weight loss journey. Right. Um, Finally gets into a real gym, finds a uh, personal Plan trainer. Yeah. <laughs> and the first thing that I do before even meeting my personal trainer was I go to a supplement shop, right? And I walk in and I say, hi. And they say, what are you doing in here? No. Um, so there, so I say, hey, I'm starting, you know, I, I want to lose weight. I am, you know, I just signed up with a personal trainer. Give me a cut and dry, you know, thing of what I need right now. Right. Like, how do I start this? So gave me my my way isolate, um, gave me a shaker cup, gave me BCAAs. Right. So I think I'm the coolest person since sliced bread. I got my BCAAs. I got my shaker cup, shake them, shake them, shake them, shake them, shake them, um, drinking this shit like, I don't know, for like two weeks. And then I finally turn around to Steve and I'm like, is this worth it? I'm like, I don't even, I don't like the taste is okay. But like, I got this, I got this film in my mouth afterward and they're like fucking almost $30 a fucking jar. Like, is this worth it? And he goes, no. (laughs) I was like, what do you mean? No. He was like, you're in no way, shape or form needing BCAAs right now. And I was like, all right. And um, that was the last time I ever used BCA. I still have that original thing. It's Oh, and I used to be. I used to be so like, oh, BCAs, EAAs, all this kind of shit. And it's yeah. just like, as we so- just got sponsored by a supplement company, we're shitting all over BCAs. No, no, again, there's other, there's other like protein, like protein shakes, different stuff. There, there are like, again, protein in and of itself is, is the, is the necessary. Uh, right. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But like the classic is, somehow BCAAs is going to be the secret sauce mm-hmm. that gains you that edge. It's just not, it's not. Now, true. if you're listening to this and you're the, ter- you're the person, because I know many people like this who are buying and using BCAAs because it helps you get your gallon down quicker. Yeah, exactly. It tastes that- good. Sweet. Is it your Mio? Because it tastes good. Fantastic. Absolutely. It, it gives you your little, your little water enhancement, kind of like uh-huh. cuss words is your, is your speech enhancement. Sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's how actually one that I, I'm, I'm very intrigued on what you're, th- what you think about this. Cause this just hit my head. And I think it's, I think it's huge. One of the things in the weight loss, in the health space that gets extremely demonized. Uh-huh. I'm going to preface this. 90% of the time it should be demonized. 10% of the time. But 10% of the time, you can find ways to make it work. Fast food. 
Oh, fast okay. food, this fast food in and of itself is not bad. Yeah. You can find ways to hit your macros, to hit your calorie counts, to hit your proteins mm-hmm. through fast food. You can do it. I do, I do Chick-fil-A. I do stuff all the time, make very unique uh, choices to hit my macros, to hit my calories, all that kind of stuff going to different places. With that being said, it's pretty difficult. It, you have to be willing to buy a burger, take off the buns, don't buy fries, do some interesting stuff to hit your macros, but you can do it. Yeah. But this idea that like, if you eat fast food in and of itself, it's bad for you. Mm-hmm. You can, you can convey the preservatives a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, again, like, I don't know what 30 years of fluoride in the water does to you. I'm the same thing with, with preservatives. Like is, should you have it for every meal every day? No. Is it, can you still lose weight by having fast food once or twice or three times a week? Yes, you can. Like I have you seen the uh, the high school uh, gym teacher lose like forty pounds in ninety days only eating fast food? Yes, I have seen that. I didn't watch I think it, but I've seen it. You've heard of it? Yeah, it's yeah. the coolest thing in the world. Like the guy, the guy teaches macros to his students, and the students then create a nutritional program only based around like McDonald's and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And it's like you're gonna have this, this, and this. Okay, perfect. And he lost like forty pounds in in ninety days. Um, yeah. or something ridiculous just by doing that. And so like that, that always is interesting to me was how demonizing fast food, which again, it can be a trigger for, for people. It's easy to binge eat. It's easy to do these things, but in and of itself, it gets demonized. Yeah. And also you, you have to like know what type of person you are. <laughs> if you're the type of person who lets yourself get away with something one time and you know that you're going to, you know, keep doing it because you got away with it one time that maybe not so much for you. Yep. Yeah, definitely be careful. Um, but if you have enough knowledge to know that, you know, okay, I can do this once in a blue moon and everything will be fine. Or if you are very like scientifically David with your macros and you can fit it in, then God bless you. But like for me, I haven't had, well, okay. Again, now the haven't had, but I have gone to three fast food places in the last six years. Really? I don't do fast food. I wasn't a big fast food guy. I was a big Taco Bell guy. Like, Ooh, yeah. wasn't a big McDonald's guy. Wendy's yeah. was like a once in a blue moon type of thing for me. Yep. Um, Burger King sucked forever. Um, <laughs> but Taco Bell was my jam. But so I've gone to three, okay? Well, four. In and out when I was in Cali because that was a must have. You have to. Didn't get it on a bun. Okay. Did you uh, animal style? Yes. Obviously. Okay. Yes. Make it sure. Um, and, 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 and rate that for me, please. Oh, I would rate the burger. Yeah. 8.2. 8. Okay. Okay. Maybe the bun would have changed it. Maybe would have gave it a little higher it's score, but yeah, it, I, I enjoyed in and out anyway. Yep. Um, so in and out five guys. Okay. Okay. Again, which is basically in guys, and out. which is basically in and out again. I do that gourmet style, which is no bun, you know, uh, onions, bacon, maybe cheese, little double, double action, no bun. Um, what am I up to? Three? You can see how good I am at math. Three, grilled nuggets from Chick-fil-A. If yep. you're in a bind. Grilled nuggets from Chick-fil-A, titties. It's yeah. it's an easy way out. I've done it. I've had to do it on the road. Perfectly good to go. Yep. And last but not least, the magical thing that is called Chipotle. Now I've gotten into arguments with people that Chipotle is not. You call Chipotle fast, fast food? food? Well, yeah. See, I knew we were gonna get here. Okay. It's not, I mean, listen, it's it's made in front of you. They use real things so i guess it's not 
Yeah, I but, would put. Uh, yeah. I would say your 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 doba, your your Chick Fil A or your Chipotle. Those are food fast, not fast food. You said Quidoba? Yeah, doba yeah. and Chick and Chipotle are basically the same thing. Yeah, uh, but that general like it's pre cooked in in an assembly line, yes, but it's not. But it's cooked on a grill right there. Like yeah, I've it's wa- cooked on a, watched yeah. it happen. Yeah, it's not like it's microwave from a bag like. No. Taco Bell where they're slurping out this beef juice in a bat and then like putting it in a vat and yeah. you're just like, what the frick is But this? those in a bind, you're in yeah. a bind, you're on the road. Or you Honestly, my, or anything my like favorite that. combo there, Chick-fil-A is a grilled nugget, a four-piece chicken strip, and then one um, Chick-fil-A sauce. You'll hit your macros perfectly. It's like 650 calories, probably 50, it's like 60 grams of protein, yeah, 25 fat, and like 30 carb. And the grilled nuggets are They're delicious. And it's, it's a good, and if you, if you can handle a little more calorie and a little more carb, you can do two, four, four piece chicken strips, but I usually do a four piece chicken strip and a nugget just to kind of even make my, make my nutrition a little cleaner. Um, I do like two, eight piece grilled nuggets, no mm-hmm. fries, no nothing. Yep. And I pop them like fucking m M&M. <laughs> But again, like, you know how many it would take? To over oh, yeah. on that. Oh my gosh. Each one of those is like a hundred calories. Yeah, I don't I, yeah, calories. I don't even think they hit a two hundred calorie mark for it. No, yeah. no, probably because it's like a eight pack is probably maybe two grilled chicken breasts. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe two yeah. grilled chicken breasts. Yeah. That's it. Like yeah. now the only thing now you question is your sauce. Like that's where you're gonna get your yeah. calories because it's a lot of a lot of sauces have a lot of fat in them. Mustard. Oh, you're clean with mustard. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm um, saying. And barbecue sauce, I mean, there's a little bit of sugar, but barbecue sauce is a clean one. The actual the Chick-fil-A sauce is one of the worst for you. It's the most fat. Oh, but did you see that G. Hughes just came out with a uh, Chick-fil-A sauce? Really? You know who G. You know who G. Hughes is, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh, G. Hughes, bro. I got to put you on. Uh, no, uh, it's either low sugar or no sugar condiments. Hmm. They're very, they're really good. They have a honey mustard. They have a, a ketchup. They have a barbecue sauce. They just came out with a Chick-fil-A sauce. Um, yeah, his shit is, is good. Interesting. Yeah. He was like a food network chef for like half a minute and then okay. he was a diabetic and he just made all this good sugar. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number, no, give me, give me one. Give me, give me something in the fitness, nutrition, weight loss space that is demonized. Hmm. I half want to say fat burners. I really do. As like, in they're demonized. No. Well, like. I know people that have had success with them, but I think they're full of shit. Like, I do think that fat burners are absolute garbage and they're absolute garbage science. Oh, yeah. They're, they're horrible science and there's yeah. super and I feel dangerous like you're just for growing you. your money. Yeah. But, but, but I will say fat burners, the one thing it can do, it's like nicotine. Um, guess what? Whether you like to know it or not, um, nicotine, nicotine curbs appetite. Oh yeah, so it's I like don't guess know about what? all that. It it does. It like, uh, I was. I mean, I'm gonna be really honest. A lot, a lot of people don't know this. I was a smoker for a really long time. Nah, I'm still eating. Didn't help you. Okay, well, I but, vape now. But, uh, there's a lot of people that that nicotine helped them with hunger. Yeah, and it's crazy it's, to me. It's a it's a nasty. It's so like. But again. Oh, nicotine helps with hunger. So let's smoke cigarettes. <laughs> well, I, I, but I know that that was the mantra in the '80s. Yep. Yeah, same thing um, in that standpoint of just like, uh, I think the same thing with fat burners. Fat burners with all the with all the caffeine, with all this kind of stuff, it may help curb appetite, which then can help you ergo yeah. lose some weight. 
but at the same time, it's like, yeah. And then your heart friggin' stops. Cause you just took in 3000 milligrams of caffeine. So I'm trying to think what's another good one. That's demonized a lot. I know. I know one that's going to hit, hit with you. I think so many people do need to hear this. Um, the demonization of carbs. Oh yes. Um, carb fear is real. Carb that's fear is real. And this, this idea, if you've been in the keto game and especially if you've lost a significant amount of weight in the keto game, mm-hmm. um, keto, again, I, I sit down the middle with, um, I've gotten some pretty heated discussions with nutritionists that I respect because like they're, they're very logical in their standpoint. It's not like a freaking, there's some, there's some nutritionists out there. They're basically zealots. Um, but like keto has its place. Like oh, there's yeah. no question that, that like, Keto has some great foundation scientifically to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this idea that it's quote unquote carbs that are making you fat, it's just not freaking true. It's overeating yeah. is what's making you fat. And this, this is really big in the, uh, the weight law, the uh, WLS community, mm-hmm. um, the VSG community. Uh, I, you know, I personally know because it, it was me for a very long time. I was super you know, scared of carbs. Me too. I, I, I had cut carbs to nothing. Like I was on yeah. no carbs for like two years straight, just rocking it. Uh, like I would never say I was keto, but yeah, I guess I was technically pretty much a keto kind of sort of person. I, I was a hundred percent keto for yeah. quite a while. Um, So like when I first reintroduced carbs, you know, I was scared to death mm-hmm. and I had very, long heated arguments with my trainer over it me and steve yep. would battle over the fact that he was trying to make me eat you know not even um not even like three ounces mm-hmm. of, of of rice and i would freak the hell out yep. you know um you know there's still times where i really don't like to eat more than that but i know how my body functions now and i know how my body feels when i do certain things so like I don't go over the top with carbs but i definitely have way more carbs than i used to back then or I have the same amount of carbs, but I just eat them more frequently, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm actually about to up my carbs right now. So I still kind of do like three ounces to, you know, half a cup of white rice when I meal prep per meal. Okay. And I'm about to do full cup for each Uh-oh. meal. And it's about to get, it's, it's about to get a little nutty. It's um, I'm, I'm going through a cup of rice, but that, that, but that's, that's always so interesting too. Like on a, one-to-one basis because it's like individualized because there are some bodybuilders out there. There are some people that have never been had like massive weight loss transformations. And you talk about how we function on say a hundred grams of carbs or 200 grams of carbs. Mm -hmm. And they, they they eat that per meal. Yeah. And they're, they're putting in four five, six, seven hundred 700 grams of carbs a day. And I'm like, I couldn't even wrap my head no. around eating that many carbs. Me neither. And I'm like, and they're losing weight doing that. I'm like, I'm you're out of now. your freaking mind. I, there's no yeah. way I could do that. But with that being said, the, the idea that carbs in and of themselves are demonized for making you fat is just horseshit. Eat the fucking um, potato. Someone yeah, wise it's, it's once okay. told me eat the fucking potato. <laughs> It's, a, it's okay to eat a potato from time to time. It's not, yeah. it's not. Now, with that being said, I do like to say uh, within the carb world, I think carbs are, fats are definitely the easiest to overeat right. just because of the, the, how many calories there are in fat. Like if you just drink a bunch of freaking olive oil, guess what? You're going to get fat pretty quick. You might have the shits too. <laughs> you might have the shits. Um, but I would say carbs are the second biggest where it's like, I could just eat carbs all day long and not feel full off of it. I just don't. See, like, that's me with protein. 
you can you you can take the, how what's how much protein do you take in a day? I don't weigh out my protein, but I I strictly eat like a lot of fucking protein, dude. Yeah, like, I, I mean I put down two hundred and seventy grams of protein a day usually. Um, Two, any between two forty and two ninety. You have to understand, which, even which when I'm done eating my about protein. solid proteins, like I'm having a protein shake either in the morning or at the gym, religiously two scoops of protein, and then anything that you would consider a snack is a protein snack in my house. It's either yep. a keto snack or a protein snack. Yep. So I'm fucking, I'm protein. I would, lo- I would love to know your actual pro, like if you were to so weigh it I. out and like what it is. So would I. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I fucked up my digestive system like two years ago because of that. Eating too much protein. Oh yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I gave I myself an abscess in my colon. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. I've never heard that's that. That's actually another one that wants gets demonized. Um, my colon. Well, that too. Um, <laughs> that's a whole different reason. Uh, no, just the idea of uh, overeating protein. Yeah, no, you'll just shit it out. Yeah, well, it's a, you, you, it, there was this whole bullshit time period where it's like, oh, yeah, overeating protein can uh, cause kidney failure. No, it doesn't. No. It's fucking ridiculous. You know nope. how much protein you'd have to eat? It's a sickening amount of protein to cause kidney failure. Yeah. Now, it's not good for people that are in kidney failure. That's a whole oh, yeah. different, that's yeah. a different ball game. That's a whole different ball game. If, if yeah. your kidneys are functioning fine, you're not going to overeat protein. Mm-hmm. Like you're just not going to do it. Oh, I have a good one. What I have a got? good one. The, uh, what's the, well, demonized like times of eating. Oh yeah. Demonizing like, eating at night. Dude. I fucking fuck ridiculous. Like, I battle with my father-in-law over this all the yep. time battle oh you can't eat after seven o'clock get the your body has no fucking idea what time it is right now it's a i didn't have dinner yet sir i don't care if it's nine o'clock i don't care if it's 11 45 at night i'm starving and i'm eating no yeah your your, your brain your body just yeah. knows if you eat after nine o'clock Instant sir fat straight to your straight to your butt cheeks yep. go on i wish they'd go to my butt cheeks <laughs> i have way too big of an ass do you I have a literally a dump truck for an ass. That's great. I'm just saying, honestly, like, I get this all the time from, uh, I actually, I was just in Wisconsin and I had a pair of jeans on and a, one of my old uh, college roommates, Troy and uh, Troy looks at me and goes, David, you have a fucking dump truck. And I'm like, damn straight. I do. <laughs> Dude, if it wasn't for, it wasn't for the extra skin on my waistline, uh, in the back, I don't think it would look like I have an ass. Like that's too funny. I just straight back. <laughs> I am straight back. That's fine. Yeah. I, I think that's a, that's a good one to end it on too. Like demonizations is like eating at night is bad for you or like causes you to gain fat. It's like no, again, overeating, eating more calories in a day than you yeah. burn is what makes you fat consistently. <laughs> again, that, that's what I like to say too. Consistently overeating, and guess what? Uh, like, guess how do you how do you lose weight, body fat? You have to consistently undereat your calories. Yes. Like there's, and again, it's not a one to one day, two days, three days, five days. It's 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 weeks, it's mm-hmm. months at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just had a discussion with uh, one of my buddies' uh, wives. I was like, he, she was freaking out about losing weight. And she's trying to lose weight, and so like I've been just trying to like give her some pointers and. And, uh, and all of a sudden she, she just kept doing it for long enough. And then boom, she lost like two and a half inches on her waist all over. And now she's like, cause the, but the number on the scale wasn't changing and she was freaking out. And I'm like, well, you're working out more. 
and you're eating less, you're probably gaining pro you're probably gaining muscle at the same time you're losing fat. And so you're, you're not, you're going to be deceived for a little bit. Like she only need to lose 20 pounds. We're not talking huge amount of weight here. So you're, you, you may not notice it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, there it is. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I think that there's so many more. So uh, but I think that that's a really good place good to, place to start. kind of put a button on this podcast. Mm -hmm. But I will say this. If you guys have any other ones that you think are really good, Ooh, drop them it. in the comments of, of the uh, video or, you know, maybe if you're on YouTube. Of what yeah, go, go to YouTube yeah. and comment. Like, I, I love hearing people's content, like um, people's comments to the podcast. Um, our, our viewership has gone quite towards the audio version only, um, which is tough because I like to see people's comments on the YouTube version. Yeah. Um, so if you're on the audio version and you have a comment, go to the YouTube version so you can comment below some of those different, um, yeah. demonizations of the weight loss, fitness, nutrition space. Absolutely. All right, guys. Uh, a couple of things to run down as per usual. You can find us each and every single Wednesday night on the ALG community call. And that community call is absolutely free. It goes down each and every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5.30 Pacific. You can get to that by going to www.accountablelifegroup.com, clicking on the events tab and hopping right into that Zoom link. If you're interested on coaching, we have one-on-one -on -one and group coaching all customizable, personalized for you, your goals, and what you're trying to do. To get that, you go to www.algcoaching.com. The Accountable Life Group Journal is available on Amazon.com. We'll have a link below for that. Um, and as you heard at the top of the podcast, you can save 20% off your entire order at Redcon 1 by going and using promo code T20JARPS. That's T. Two zero J A R P S. That is right. It's Jarps. And uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, we appreciate you. Please like, share, and subscribe. If you are listening to this on the podcast, five star rate and review. Please five star rate and review. I'm begging you. I want to read them. I'm not begging. To talk you. about them. I'm begging. Okay. He begs. He I thinks don't beg. he's too, he's too good enough I'm to too beg. Too good to beg. I'm begging. Okay. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm a I'm gonna stick my Fuck tail it. between my legs right now. I'm gonna beg you. <laughs> Please, 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 five-star rating reviewers. All right, guys. I appreciate you guys as always. We will see you next week. Stay beautiful. Stay sexy. Stay accountable. Doodles.